You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Hey everybody, Michael McIntyre here, your humble host of the Next Level Podcast. Are you self-aware? What do I mean by that? What does that mean, self-awareness? You know, there's a lot of people saying, you know, people are not self-aware. They don't know what they're doing. You know, and uh, I was having a conversation with Stacy and Brianna today at lunch about self-awareness. And I think it's a big deal. I really do. And I think it's, it's a really big deal uh, in the kingdom. And I think it's really important to discuss it and maybe make you self-aware. <laughs> hey, I hope you're having a great day. I hope you're driving safe. I hope you're jogging in excellence. I hope you're resting or just whatever you're doing. Maybe you're, uh, maybe you're doing some needlepoint listening to this, but I'm glad you're here. Man, listen, hey, be sure to rate and uh, subscribe to this or pass it around, share it on your Facebook. Uh, we're up to like 86,000 downloads. Come on, Jesus, I love it. Listen, we're ready to take it out to the next level, baby. So let's talk about self-awareness. And I'm going to share with what I feel about self-awareness and some of my pet peeves and what we should do about it and how we be, you know, more Jesus and self-awareness. Because I think Jesus was very self-aware. Yeah, I think so too. To have a, you know, a state of mind to be walking and listening to his father and carrying out and doing what his father does uh, hour by hour and minute by minute was incredible. So, all right, let's talk about just what's going on. I mean, some people are actually driving in their car, okay, maybe by themselves with their mask on and texting, do you think that they're self-aware of how that looks? <laughs> All right. I don't know. You know, who am I to judge? Maybe who am I not to judge? I mean, that's kind of obvious, right? But that's maybe an obvious thing that's really, you know, in your face. And it's, it's you know, it goes on daily. I mean, we all see it, right? It's crazy. So, uh, or how many times, you know, do you witness uh, a man walking in front of his wife, girlfriend, whatever, and, you know, leaving her way steps behind. He's not very self-aware, in my opinion, because I think the man should walk next to his wife, girlfriend, female companion, whoever it is, uh, and honor them and stay in touch with them. Now, look, I got to tell you something. When I was really young, I was a fast walker, still am, and I wasn't self-aware until my wife said, hey, you need to slow your butt down and walk next to me. I was unaware. I wasn't self-aware of my actions. So these are just a few obvious things. You know, another one too is how many times have you held a door for somebody or helped them get a parking spot or let them cut in and you don't get the wave, you don't get the thank you, you don't get anything. It's just like, you know, Bro, sis, are you that entitled not even to acknowledge I was really being courteous to you? It, were they not self-aware that they didn't acknowledge you opening the door, that they didn't acknowledge 
that you let them in, the, giving you the universal wave of thank you as you let them come into traffic? Were they not aware? Or are they just that self-centered or insecure in that? So there's a lot of different things to look at this self-awareness issue. And I think, you know, one of the things that Stacy and I and Brianna were talking about is being self-aware and self-conscious are a little bit different, right? Because self-conscious is kind of a shame or guilt or an embarrassing thing. Self-awareness, I think, is more of a entitlement or a selfishness or a lack of, of care or empathy for others. All right. So how many times do you think you're self-aware? I have walked into meetings before, sat down and totally not reading the room and was totally egocentric about myself and my needs and would open up my mouth and, you know, do a Leroy Jenkins right into the room and just kind of you know, step on a rake because I wasn't aware. I wasn't self-aware of what was happening. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, it happens, right? How many times, you know, do we do that in, you know, in church or in worship or in whatever? I mean, I, you know, listen, I love the charismatic world. I love the charismanias. I love the, the, you know, the healings, the speaking and, you know, your spiritual language and, you know, the prophecy. I love that. But I also know that, you know, sometimes when somebody's manifesting in a certain manner that it just flies all over me. Okay. I'm very self-aware how how offended I get. I mean, I know that shouldn't be the case, you know, but it, it is and it does. And so, and maybe the person manifesting are truly manifesting. I think sometimes people go, way to the other side or allow themselves to do that or, you know, go into that. Now I, I totally get how the Holy spirit can take over. I get it. And um, I've seen it happen with my wife. I've seen it happen with my children. Uh, I've never been whacked like that and fall down and uh, uh, you know, do the, you know, fish out of water thing. I've never done that. Although I'd love to, I want to, but I don't want to have it done. I don't want to do it just to do it. I don't want to have it self done. So I'm very self-aware of that for me. And then, and I know it's personal for everybody. So um, I'm all, you know, so I just think that, you know, as Christians, as believers, as I think most of you are, and if you're not, that's cool too. Um, But Jesus is Lord. uh, I think it's just something that we should really make ourselves acknowledge that and try to be, not try to be, just be self-aware. Are you show, How are you showing up in your day? How are you showing up in a conversation? Is the conversation all about you? You know, I know there's sometimes if Stacy and I go out to dinner with somebody, or if I just go to lunch with somebody, I'm very self-aware of me being interested in that person's life. Because I know, and I'm going to be vulnerable here, I can be selfish and, you know, be self-centered. So I make a point to listen and to ask questions and do some probing. What's going on with you? How are things in your world? And listen to what's happening and truly listen instead of thinking, okay, that's interesting. I got a really great comeback for that. 
So I want them to shut up so I can start impressing them with my wisdom and brilliance. So I, what I do is I make it really about listening to what they have to say. So it's, it's a self-awareness exercise for me. And I think that's important. And if you're one of these people, you might not even know it. You might just be, this might be a big blind spot for you that, you know, you sit down there at lunch and you just talk all about yourself. And that's all you do. You talk about yourself, about what is going on or how proud of you because how much money you made last month or how, you know, how many people you met, met and you name drop, you know, uh, 15 different names, you know, uh, and, and how many times do you do that? You know? And so, and then you leave and you go on about your business. You think that was a great conversation. It was so fun. I love being with that person. And, but you didn't ask that person, not one question about their life. Come on, man. Think about that. This is a self-awareness paradigm shift because if you are that person, okay, a, you're probably not a bad person, but you're just not self-aware. It's called a blind spot. So just be thinking about that. I think that's, you know, and, you know, look, we just came through a very divisive political election, a general election, right? And there's a lot of people out there that, you know, are really upset. There's a lot of people who are real happy with the results, you know? And so are you aware that, you know, sometimes your opinion is very strong and it could offend other people. Are you self-aware or do you care? And you say, Hey, you know what? It's tough crunchies. <laughs> it is what it is. And so I just want you to think about these things. And I think self-awareness is a big thing. I, for, you know, I was talking to the Stacy and Brianna and I said, what, what would be a really good thing? And I think it's, I think it's probably a good idea to becoming aware of these things you know, of your self-awareness, because with that, you then become the hands and feet of Jesus and more like Jesus and acting and looking and being more like him and putting other people's needs before yours, because the kingdom is upside down. It just is, right? Uh, Jesus said, if you want to be first, you got to be last. And it's like, okay, so when I'm sitting there having a conversation with somebody or if I'm going into business with someone, I need to put their needs first. Mm. And it takes a self-awareness person to do that. It really does. But I believe that's the way the Father wants us to show up as Christians, if you're a Christian. So... Um, in business, how do you become self-aware in business? I'll tell you what, the very best salespeople that I know, the very best, are very self-aware. And they know what's going on. And it's funny because um, when I had my insurance company and when I was training salespeople, you know, I would bring them into the house or wherever I was at to make a sales presentation. And the first thing I'd say is, look, before we go into this house, I want you to do one thing. I just want you to look at me during this presentation. Just look at me. Don't look at the clients. Do not engage with the clients. Just look at me. And the reason I had that and I would train them for that because I did not want any attention taken off of me because I'm very self-aware that if 
I've, if I'm making a presentation and I've got the clients focused a hundred percent on me, then they are not distracted. And so I can control that presentation and deal with anything that comes up in that, in that presentation, because everybody's focused on me. Now, what happens <clears throat> a few times is that the trainee would get very excited because the client inevitably would ask me a question. And I didn't want to answer the question at that moment. So what we would do is I would shelve the question in my mind. That question would go on the shelf because I'll bring it later back at the timing that I thought it was most appropriate, not only for me, but most importantly for the client so they could get the full benefit of the answer. Well, the trainee thinking that they're extremely genius, smart and attentive and self-aware that I did not hear the question. And it probably happened, I don't know, four or five different times. And so the trainee would say, oh no, Michael, that's not what they're asking. <laughs> and immediately the t attention comes off of me and onto my trainee. So they're not self-aware that I understand what's going on. So what I would do in that situation, I would look directly at the trainee and I say, oh, I do understand. However, obviously you do not. So what I'd like you to do, Bill, is go back out to the car and change the air in all the tires and I'll be out there. Wait for me quietly. Now, they would look at me like, oh my, I messed up. And they did. And the client would look at me like, wow, that's interesting. But as soon as that trainee left the room, then I would have the concentration and all the attention focused back on me. Because whether I missed the question or not, it's not the point. That's my presentation. It's my sale to win or lose. And in life, that's the same thing that happens. Okay. So when you're focused on somebody and you have that focus, it's a very self-awareness and you're going to, you're going to hold that in a special place as that's what, you know, true, the best salespeople, they understand that because they're listening to everything that the client's saying. They're listening and they're understanding also the atmosphere that surrounds them and, and how that atmosphere takes away or adds to their sales presentation. It's very complex. But not everybody sees that because they're not self-aware. What they're thinking about is, how can I help the boss? How can I impress the boss with my brilliance? Uh, art of, of deduction. And instead, they got to learn how to go change the air in the tires without an air pump. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's just some, just some things that happens in sales. But getting back to the self-awareness deal, it also makes a big difference, not only in sales, obviously, but in relationships, in marriages, in being a pastor, uh, being a leader, a church leader, being a, you know, being a leader in your community, wherever that is, the very most successful leaders, marriages uh, are very self-aware people. In other words, they know that there's that what they're doing is going to affect their spouse and they're self-aware of what that spouse might, might want or need. And they're also self-aware of their 
sometimes getting on their spouse's nerves. <laughs> That's right. I said it because look, I know when I press Stacy's buttons, I know. And sometimes I enjoy doing it and I laugh and she gets mad, but I laugh harder, but not always. It depends on the situation. Right. And sometimes I forget because I go into that selfish deal. All right. So how should being self-aware as a leader help you out? Well, it's really important because everybody, you know, it, it's when you're a leader, you just step into that empathy deal and you kind of look at life through their eyes, feel their shoes for even if it's a, you know, 30 seconds, just try to be over there. That gives you a big self-awareness of how you're showing up and looking back and looking at you processing that situation. So it's a really good tool to do. And it's a great exercise to start doing is to sit, sit there and say, okay, how do I sound right now? How am I showing up right now? You know, how am I at, how's my posture? It's like, what? Yeah. How am I sitting there? How am I, you know, am I listening? How's my body language? These are self-aware things. And it's really important to get into that because then you realize where you're standing and where you're walking, how you're talking and how you're showing up and how you're being recognized. Okay. And so is this biblical? You bet your booty. It is. It's very biblical because, you know, you capture all thoughts and the tongue is mightier than the sword saying, being aware of what you're thinking, being aware of what you're saying and how your, your actions are. Cause let me just tell you this, <laughs> your actions scream so loud, nobody can hear a word you're saying. So however you're being, however you're looking and eye contact and, and, and courtesy, courtesy, and being loving and being uh, attentive. These things are actionable items that can really make a huge difference in that relationship, in that transaction, in, in that marriage. All right. So how's that? <laughs> Self-awareness, man. Go check it out. Take a, take, a, take a look at yourself. And maybe what you can do, you know, and for those that are married, it's a really good thing to say, hey, rate me on these issues. Give me a one being horrible and 10 being like, dang, man, you're closer to Jesus than ever before, you know? Uh, and how do you show up in, you know, maybe number one, listening. How do you rate in that? Uh, how do you rate in communication? So after you listen, do you communicate? Do you realize what's going on? And do you say the things that need to be said back to give your buddy, your partner, your wife, your spouse, your husband, your pastor, your congregation, so they they know or he knows or she knows that you heard what they said. It's called communicating, all right? Uh, maybe about your relationship with that person. How does it rate? So ask for some of these things. In business, we used to call these a 360 uh self-evaluation. And what would we would do is send out emails to all my contacts. And I'm sure some of you have done this, uh, send out emails to all my contacts, assuring them that it's a, comp, a confidential assessment because a, a, a third party would do it and asking the rate, my leadership ability, my uh, CEO ability, if you will, and come back with these things. And it was totally anonymous. And so quite, quite, awakening experience. And so this is kind of a, a little offshoot of that, but it's, it's, it's something that you can really be vulnerable with 
your friends, your spouse, your children, your husband, your wife, whatever the situation is, your boss or your pastor or somebody that you trust and love and appreciate. And by giving them, and if you're on the recipient side of that, giving them some blunt, honest feedback is really good. It really, it's a gift, you know, uh, and for some of you out there that struggle with people pleasing, just know this, when we die and we are standing there by getting judged by Jesus, it's going to be judged by Jesus, right? And it's not going to be judged by the people that you hung out with. So don't worry about pleasing those people. Tell them blunt, honest feedback, man. It really is true. It's good. So self-evaluation, self-awareness. Um, totally different than being self-conscious. So uh, I hope this has blessed you in some way, somehow. Uh, <laughs> we got some cool guests coming up. And uh, if you haven't listened to some of the past ones, go back and listen to some of them. They're amazing. I uh, had one with my three daughters. <laughs> they hijacked the podcast back on New Year's Eve. It's a wonderful deal, wonderful uh, conversation. And so um, anyways, go back there and look at some, listen to some of them. And I hope you have a great day. And remember, okay, it's not about it's it's not about you. It's about showing up and being being hands and feet to Jesus to other people. It really is. It truly is. Focus out. Keep your eye on the prize. In fact, if you're having trouble, somebody told me the other day, man, I said, man, I'm having some financial troubles. I said, are you tithing? And they said, yeah, I give five to ten percent. I said, well, look, that's not tithing. Ten percent is tithing, but maybe give fifteen or twenty percent. They looked at me with these big eyes like, what? I said, yeah, I think that's the kingdom, baby. The more you give, the more you receive. So with that, have a great week. Show up big. Tomorrow's a much bigger day. God bless you. And thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.